Season two was good. It was okay. It's none of them have been as good as season one. No, of course. And I honestly think it's because it the story always runs better when the when the cop is a woman. Yeah, in most shows. Like the movie is amazing because of you know, McDormand. Like the season one is amazing because of the main woman. She's just so funny, the way that she plays with Lester. And then since then it's been like father son cop duos. Last time it was Ted Danson and I got that forgot oh, the guy's I saw that. Patrick, what's his face? He played a he played some shit in The Watchmen. Um I never saw that. Yeah, so I'm watching a Ted Danson show right now. Which one? The good, the good place? place. Yeah. Started watching that. It's funny. It is funny. It is. Which my, uh-huh, my is, friend writes on that show. Which which um if you want to say who, but that show's funny. I mean is like it- what? Oh, we're recording, right? We've been recording for a few seconds now, so there's a That's few. Right. A few uh... Yeah, my friend Cord. It's it's not. It's public knowledge. My friend Cord Jefferson writes on that show. Cord Jefferson. Yeah. Well, the good place is really fucking funny. It's really funny. I saw that I, Joe Mandy is a producer as well. <clears throat> I wasn't skeptical because it came recommended from good people. Oh, nice. Yeah, that must have been why I Which watched it too. I've, I've kind of found the people who watch TV that I like. In all different types of genres, you know, like I have people that watch the kind of reality TV that I watch. Same, I have people that watch like comedies and drama. People that like movies that are very similar to my face. It's like I, the last thing left on Twitter. I um recently watched the the first horror movie that I've even tried to watch or slash enjoyed ever. <laughs> you don't like horror movies? Nah, not at all. Fuck, is this wow, why did I I knew that. Yeah, I cannot get down with horror movies for uh, for years now. I've never liked them. Oh, I've always liked them, but now it's hard for me to watch them because I've become more of a pussy as I get older. Yeah, I never liked them shits, but I saw a movie Creep that I really liked. Oh, <laughs> you know I've been one? meaning to watch that movie. Yeah, it's, there's two. There's a second one that I didn't watch. Um, but the first one was fucking crazy. Anyway. I've been watching horror movies and thrillers for like two weeks straight, two yeah. or three weeks straight. That's yeah, right. nothing but. And I've watched like shows and movies. All right, we'll check out Creep. both in. Yeah, both in English and in other languages. Oh, nice the subtitles. Yeah, I watched this anime one that's pretty dope. Word. All right, so do but you like. Wanna- Anime thriller movies are, I said, but anime thriller movies are so about like the existential, like life and like the brain. I haven't. (laughs) And like civilization and the world. It's like so dark because it's so heady and I love it. Which one did you watch? Uh, This one called Paprika. That was really good. Paprika? Yeah, it's about like this, like, it's about like they like develop a machine that basically allows your therapist to like be in your dreams. So that they can like find the root of things, and then Oof. a terrorist like hijacks everyone's dreams. It's pretty do- dope. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> what happened? Oh, I think you froze. For Nothing. Oh, oh. Um, no. Let's let's chat. How have you been? How has the world been treating you? What have you been looking at in the world? How have you been feeling? About the news, I want to talk about <laughs> about the news. That's a yeah. Ter- terrible. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I wanted I wanted to speak about representation, and then also about the lack of the voice of women of color in the whole sexual assault uh, scheme that's been happening. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't talked to you in a bit, so I want to talk to you too. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been doing shit. Hi. Oh, sorry. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Talking to a White Guy podcast, episode number 12. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it's Joe and me, Chad Nikki. Hello. Um, I told Joe... <laughs> I told Joe for this show I didn't want to talk to anyone, <laughs> so I I asked him to be a silent participant. Very reminiscent of our very first episode, which was me talking about Kanye and Joe listening and nodding at me. Um, but I, um, I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. I, I haven't talked to Joe in a minute. Yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. 
Oh, so some. Okay, let's talk maybe a little music news first. So, Grammys, how did you feel? I know we don't care, but we do care. It's still something to talk about. I guess I've jumped the shark of not caring because I barely know other than I saw a lot of dope artists were nominated. So mm-hmm. I was happy about that. And then I just, as soon as I started to see like the bullshit, I was just like, actually, you know, I don't care about this. So I kind of just ignored it. The final thing I saw was Q-Tip which made complete sense. Fuck those people for not inviting him. But that's the only specific I can give you. I didn't watch the Q-Tip thing because I've watched enough Grammy rants to last me a lifetime. <laughs> um, like, they're all the same. Um, and um, Q-Tips is rooted I, in something so specific, though. No, I know. I'm not discrediting him. No, I'm know. just yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah. I don't need to participate. Um, I... S- I was very happy to see that Tyler got nominated. Uh huh. Um, just because I feel like I love watching people get nominated once they do whatever the fuck they want. Like he's always been a do whatever the fuck I want kind of dude, but like I love watching people who are like, well, I'm still getting you know my agenda on, and in a year where he's been so successful, to watch him also be accoladed for this like really amazing album that I really think that. It's better than so much of his previous work. Yeah. And um, and that's not to say, like, oh, you were slumming it. It's to say that, like, you know, to watch someone evolve and really continue to get better at what they do and to, like, really blow your mind over and over is really good. So I was glad that that was awarded and that, you know, somebody somewhere was – people were fucking finally listening to him. And I also just want him to, like <laughs> – Make money and shit, like maybe well, you know. He was like, already doing that, but he, like you were saying, <laughs> he doesn't compromise at all, and he still yeah. got the no- nominee. And so to, so yeah, so to get the nom when you didn't compromise is very, yeah, is always to me just delicious and lovely. So I was very proud of that. Very happy about that. Um, I really wanted to see Vince be nominated, just because that album, once again, Big Fish Theory. If you haven't heard it, still one of the best albums of the year. Yeah. I, I, one hundred percent think it will be in everyone's top five. Well, most certainly everyone's top ten. Yeah, if you were to nominate um, for a rap album, yeah, yeah, for any. I mean, pushing the envelope, pushing the yeah. genre forward. So, and I ain't just saying that because that's the homie. Uh, he went and he was but, talking about it on Twitter yeah. a lot yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I really like the way I listen. I mean, hands down, every single that that dude can do no wrong in my eyes or not even can do no wrong, has done no wrong in my <laughs> eyes. Like, you know what I mean? He's so receptive and uh, just intelligent. You know what I mean? And like his rant about it was great because it I don't know. It was just so good. He He seemed to sort of imply that he didn't care. He did care. He didn't care. You know what I mean? But like. I, don't know, I think every artist cares on some level. Of course. Of course. Uh, you know? Because when you're a child, you know what I mean? You already know what that is, you know? Yeah, it's just a part of an institution that you recognize. Yeah, exactly. It cements itself very early. It ha- It's attached yeah. to it. But uh, I don't know. His take on it, I feel like, just so intelligent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I mean, I know that he's brilliant. I think that he's amazingly creative. I have said already that I think the best rapper in the game right now is 50% Vince, 50% Earl. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just like that combo is undefeated to me. And it's in in not just bars, but in the way they think, in the way they, I don't know. But um, at the end of it all, I think that what I, what, what will be more amazing than the way Vince is now is watching Vince get older. I think get people older, forget I mean, that he's really young. Yeah, really, that's what I was going to ask. People like, forget how- that he's really, really, really young. He's 23. So really young. Everything he knows now will change in 10 years. <laughs> but the thing is, one of the parts, one of the reasons people forget he's so young is because he's, he doesn't act like it. I mean, or he doesn't, his intelligence level Seems to be, a, you know, well, he's precocious, not just a little yes. bit ahead of its time, but like significantly, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this is pretty. Yeah. He's he's a pretty incredible artist. That album's incredible in all genres because it's not. Uh, yeah, he sings. He sings his ass off on it. Anyway, that that album is. Yeah. Shout out to the homie Zach Sakoff who did like five tracks on that album. Who's amazing okay, and nice. will. Yeah. 
awesome. I'll tell you more about him. Um, post send you some, send you some things. Anyway, my favorite. Yeah. What, what, Your favorite what? My favorite oh, album yeah. of the year. If I had to pick a Grammy, I'd give it to SZA. I couldn't. I when everyone that album is came saying out, SZA. Everyone for weeks. Everyone has been back. texting me and saying that SZA is the album of the year, and I don't have any arguments against that. It's just so, ugh, like I, I have don't no arguments use the against word that. that's coming to my head, but I'm going to. It's the cheesiest. It's so fresh. <laughs> I wish that didn't have the connotation that it's built up over the past 20 years because that really, it's so good. Uh, What's a synonym for fresh that's not overused? She is definitely the the unanimous album of the year goat. And I mean, it's well-deserved. Like, again, it's like watching people come up, you know? It's crazy. I have no argument against that at all. And uh, I didn't like her first album. Which not a lot of people will agree with me on that. I mean, the people who like no, there's s- actually a lot more people than you think would agree with you on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yes, I mean- a lot more people than you think will agree with you on that. I, um, wait, I, ooh, I forgot what I was talking about. I'm not sorry. Z, her first album. Oh, I liked Z, but there were things that I didn't like about Z. Okay. Yeah, see, I didn't even listen to it very often. I, I would go back. I have to go back now. What were some other things that got nominated? Childish Gambino? Yeah, I don't know that that deserved that, though. Uh, Why not? Mm, because I think that the album, at the end of the day, even though it was bumping, it just made me go bump the originals. Sure. You dig what I'm saying? I do. The but... only song that actually stands out completely for me, and I don't mean like it's a bad album, but the only song that stands out completely for me was uh, Me and Your Mama. Not the single? Or is that the single? No. The single that was, that was the Bone. single. That was the first song. Yeah, it was, but the hit was Redbone, That was Red the Bone, very first right? song, is and everybody called... forgot Redbone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that that's one of the things that uh, I think. Let me tell you what album I went back to and have not been able to stop listening to. And I'm being so motherfucking dead ass serious. Hendrix. Hendrix. Wow. Yes. Bruh. So, I mean, I've like, been that's... listening to motherfucking Hendrix for that three fucking weeks. Yes. It was. Yes. That's how long a year is, my G. Wait, did Hendrix have the track with Rihanna at the end? Selfish? Yes. Oh, that album's great. Bruh, it's so and and in re-listening to Hendrix, I've been going back to listen to Future, which is also a very good album. Which one was that? That's from Future was the rap, the one that was rap that came out at the same time. Remember, he oh, released right, both right, of them right, on the, the same day. The yellow cover, the yellow tinted cover. Yes, the yellow, the yellow tinted cover was Future. The white and black cover was Hendrix. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like Future even after listening to it a few times. Oh man, I, I went back and found some motherfucking right? yes. I went back and found some bangers on that bitch. <laughs> it's so good. But Hendrix, I can listen to the last three tracks on Hendrix on repeat. Just the last three tracks, uh, which is Let selfish, me tell you something. Sorry. You know what's my favorite track on Hendrix? Of all the motherfucking good-ass tracks on Hendrix, you know which one is the one that fucking kills me? My Collection. The very first song. Yeah, I can't love that song, but <laughs> for the uh, lyrics, I can't. It's the worst. The yeah. lyrics are the worst, and I love that song so much. The music's so, so good. Yes, it sounds like the best piano lobby music I've ever heard in my life. It's very, very good. The uh, music is it, so good, uh, but I can't, I can't, I always try to, I can't listen to it. <laughs> I want to. It's okay. I want your white guilt to stay with you. <laughs> oh, no, but that's more about the... And your man guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say. Um, As a woman, I'm like, mm, delicious. <laughs> Terrible and delicious. Um, yeah, I really like that album. I've been um, really... That was why I was like, I felt like Future could have got that Grammy down for that one. It was a really good did album. Did he or did he not? He didn't. He didn't. He no, didn't he didn't. Because they don't get... They don't... It's not yet. That's... that's the... Like, I like that album more than I like... Awaken my love. I now like the more that I think about it. I mean, like I don't know. I don't think he doesn't deserve a Grammy nomination, but it's not like 
It's not like every song on that album's really stuck with me. I just feel like so many people did so many cooler things. Well, yeah, I mean, Future, it, that album's better. You just pointed out. Yeah, I, I would easily agree with that even because those three songs from that stuck with me more than Redbone's the only song that really stuck with me from. And Redbone sticks with you because it's already a song that you love. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a new version of a song that you already love. Um, yeah, so whatever. Grammys, here we go. You think Jay Z wins album of the year? I think probably. I mean, you think so? I think Kendrick's gonna win. Who? Kendrick? I think Kendrick is gonna win. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, I really don't know. I mean, it, 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 but doesn't Jay Z just have more connections, more politics, more people to like? I got some things about the politics, but I'll tell you before. I was like, uh, I don't think so. That's what I mean. I, mean, I guess that's Grammys the only before, reason. But I'm, no, he's won Grammys before for sure, but I don't know if he's ever won Album of the Year before. I can't remember. So that's the only reason why I think Jay Z might win is because he hasn't won Album of the Year before. That's, that's but neither has Beyonce. Is she nominated? She not nominated though, is she? No, but I'm just saying she was nominated yeah. two years in a row, and she didn't win. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> he has he wasn't nominated two years in a row recently. That's for sure <laughs> for Album of the Year. <laughs> I don't. I wonder if he. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, it's uh it's cool. Um Grammys, whatever. Yeah. I mean we'll see what happens. The Q tip thing was funny because he's dead on. He's so dead on. But there's like I guess but there's some other stuff, some other layers to that why he is a little extra. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. I know, I, I've been seeing it, I just don't want to participate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like sometimes like there's so much like especially now there's so much going on that i just i'm like hey man you know what maybe i don't need to know <laughs> yeah i could go over here and look at this instead i there's could a, there's i can i support you from afar uh, yeah plenty i'm of not things. speaking against you so there you go yeah that shit is okay that was the grammys the grammys and then the reason I, w- I wanted to talk about representation was because the the royal engagement happened. Yeah, I'm not so up on that. Like, I don't really... Know. I mean, there's not much to be up on. Well, I don't barely know who either of them are. I mean, like, I know I do, but I don't. <laughs> who's, the, who's, the, who's the woman? Can you tell me? Because I'm not familiar with Meghan her. Markle, she's, Meghan Markle, she's an actress. She used to be on the show Suits. Yeah, I never saw it. Which I never watched. Okay. But it was a TBS show. Um, and apparently like, yeah, that's, that's all I know. That's okay. And, that, and, that, and maybe that's, and she's like, half black. So she's very beautiful. It's crazy. Yeah. She got her start on suits. I would imagine uh, that's the only thing I've heard other uh, people mention no, as well. I don't think so. But yeah, I think like coming to be known in yeah. the larger world was through suits. Did they date for a long time? Like a year and a half. It's not long. Anyway. Okay, cool. Here you go being motherfucking judgmental <laughs> as shit. Hey, perfect. That's the perfect. You don't have to of date time. somebody for three hundred years. <laughs> she's like, she's been married before too. Well then, you know, that's good. She knows she's, you know, she's well versed in the game. <laughs> um, but obviously this set the, the tweets aflame about you know. So your 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 context of a black princess, yeah, a black princess, right? and all these girls being like blah blah. Finally, like, and I just like, I'm I'm trying to like be delicate about this and be like you know bipartisan, but I'm gonna just keep it fucking real. Like if that shit makes you happy, that's just because you really want to like know that black women have a chance to be loved in the world. And that probably sounds like, well, what's wrong with that? But I mean, like. Y'all really just getting hype over the fact that some black girl got got chose by some white dude, by some rich white dude, by some well-known white dude, by some white dude who's publicly known so that y'all don't have to feel hidden and shit. And like, I'm saying that as a black woman, like y'all can front and be like, oh, it's this and all. No, it's not. My nigga, it's just really boils down to y'all feeling, everybody feeling real like, Ah, finally my revenge like a rich white dude is marrying a black girl and that's why you so many people are getting caught up in the conversation of is she black enough because she's half black and she's identifies as mixed race and not black and da 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 and all this other shit and i'm like yo like first of all 
how anybody chooses to identify as their choice. Like right. at the end of the day, like how I feel about how you has nothing to do with any one way or another. And I, and I mean, I would imagine that as we learn about gender politics, that that could apply to racial. Like I would just start to apply that in life all across the motherfucking board. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that people want it to be this other thing, but it's not, bro. It's an engagement. It's literally a couple. To pretend that the reason that you're fucking with it is anything other than it feels nice to see somebody love a black girl in public is a lie. Mm -hmm. And if you realize that that is the reason why that you feel that way, then that doesn't mean that it's invalid, but it means like you should also recognize that that is a trivial thing (laughs) like that's not the greater representation that we're talking about like we're not now represented in the british monarchy like yeah some black kids are going to be born into the british monarchy but like okay like some black kids are born into the kardashian family like (laughs) you know what i mean like there's there there are the world is changing miscegenation is not the solve is not the resolve to racism. Having mixed children, putting ourselves in racist families is not going to bring about less racism. Like, look at this motherfucking idiot the other day. I don't know if you saw this, probably not. But this dude, Elon James, this black man, went on a like 100 tweet rant about how he married a white woman but had to be supported by black women throughout all of his marriage because his wife's family didn't accept him. He said he couldn't go to Thanksgiving dinner for two years. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because his wife's family would not accept him coming to dinner. I I mean, like, and then like, you know, and then he talks about how like, Oh, and the only people that helped me during that time were black women who supported me and gave me good advice. And I was like, LOL. LOL. That's so funny. You went to black women to talk about that? Like, that's such a personal decision of yours that you decided to do. Like, and you decided to tolerate. Because I don't know how I would tolerate someone. I Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if my significant others parents wouldn't allow me to come eat at their table after we had well, gotten see, that's married. a good question would you even be able to fall in love with someone who's literal no. parents that's that you know what i mean like not unless they were like i don't fuck with my parents anymore period well, yeah that's different <laughs> not, like i like, don't fuck with my parents so if, if they don't like you that has really nothing to do with me i don't really find my parents opinion to be anything that i care about but if, if you, i if my family at large didn't like you that would be a problem yeah, and vice versa. Like, if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm falling in love with this person, and then you find out that their parents, who they still love, are like, black people don't matter, you'd fall out of, or not, um, whatever, one would think one would not be able to fall in love with that person because, uh, but it's complicated. I mean, like, whatever. But also, I, like, you also burdened, you're burdening black women with this, like, crazy choice that you the made. Second, yeah, the second. <laughs> that's you, boo. If you want to live that life, that's on you. But, like, why are you talking about how black women helped you do that? And, like, I don't care what your preferences are. I don't care who you marry. But, like, that's so funny that you ran back to black women to give you advice about it. (laughs) Like, yell at your wife. (laughs) And But here's the thing. People want representation. But the problem with capitalism is that everything is, like, surface, right? Romance is like capitalism. You know what I mean? Like, come on, right. be real. Like, romance is literally like diamond in, is a diamond industry fairy yeah. tale. Real romance, the way that we really think about it and experience it, does not actually have to do with the things that we see on TV. No, it's real it's, romance is like when somebody fucking texts you in the morning and remembers that you have a fucking interview and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, real romance is seeing someone think about you, seeing someone fit you into their life, seeing someone support you. See, you know what I mean? Not just like gestures gifts right it's another layer and right so it's just like um it's just like so funny to see people whenever we talk about representation it always comes down to the surface shit it comes down to marketing because everything is so marketed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so everyone's like i want more you know black businesses in magazines but it's the same kind of businesses all the time i want more black writers 
um, writing articles, but it's the same kind of articles and the same kind of writers. All of them have the same kind of background. And, and it's just like, you have to begin to ask yourself, where are we asking for representation? Where are we really asking for things to change? And for me, I'm asking for a cultural and a fucking, like a political shift. Right. So I don't need like one white man to marry black women. That's not what I'm after. I'm after like seeing black women in Hollywood being fucking normal, no matter who they're dating on the screen. Right. I'm asking for stories that are varied in experience for black people, not just who's the latest educated person that can talk about this black thing. Like, look at something like she's got to have it. This new Spike Lee show, right? This dude is writing this fucking show based on a movie that he did so long ago that was brilliant when he did it because at the time, things that mattered in the black community and the language of a generation was different. Now it's two generations later. Your boy's trying to copy Twitter into dialogue and every fucking show on TV that's about black people just sounds like a litany of here's what we talked about on Twitter. And it's like, yo... Yes, we all come together on Twitter and talk about these things, but how do we talk in real life? Like in real life, we have conversations all the time and we talk about things that are important to black people because I'm black. It's just my life. Like we don't force it. You understand what I'm saying? I don't come in and go, it's black topic time, Joe. (laughs) Let's go. It's it's a difference between black Twitter, which is... Which is made to be a thing. Yeah. Person. In a room with other... yeah. It's so funny because you have all these, it's always the same, the same generation of people that tell you like, the internet isn't real. Y'all don't know how to be real people, blah, blah. That then when it comes to being creative and keeping up and being modern, they turn the internet into a person. And I'm like, y'all the niggas have said it's not, it's not a person. So to me, I'm like, representation is about spectrum. It's about varied. It's about a larger sample size. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right now, the sample size for black experience and black stories is so goddamn small. So what we're trying to do is spread that, not just show up in places where black people have never been. And to boil that down to such inane and stupid language and to boil that down to such inane and dumb causes is so dumb to me. Like, I don't give a fuck if y'all are hyped that he's marrying a black woman. That's awesome that's a separate topic if you're hyped about that if you got jokes about that like when i say that's awesome i mean like it's hilarious if you can make a joke about that it's hilarious if you can make that funny if you can make people care about something so trivial Mm -hmm. but at the same time don't give it larger purpose it has no larger purpose you know what i'm saying like it's going to show us racism it's going to show us things it's going to be different it's going to change the narrative of one person or particular place or family but at the end of the day like don't go assigning representation to shit like this like like little somebody tweeted like little black girls gonna be looking up and seeing themselves in the british royal family why the british royal family is a fucking staid ass old colonial imperial ass (laughs) racist institution it should be disbanded honestly (laughs) Yeah, it's t- you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I like. Why do we? Why do we want more black people to forge into spaces where they are not safe? Like, I don't care if you do it because you want to and you love someone and you're building something. That's cool. That's a personal decision. That's awesome. Like, that's on you. But what you're not gonna do is then make someone's personal decision to build with someone somehow like a large scoop for us all <laughs> like right. i just i think the thing that people really don't realize is if you are not worried about growing the sample area if you are only worried about putting in figureheads in spaces so that you are counted on the board then what you are going to see is that the capitalist system will continue to run through you because it is built on oppression capitalism is built on free labor it is built on people being sectioned the way that they are in society mm-hmm. and it's you know what I mean? It's built on 1% eating off 99. So if you just want your feather in the cap, what are you really achieving? You understand what I'm saying? All you're doing is like, it's like an ant farm. You just like created this one yeah. little tunnel where ants can go one by one up. We're trying to wash the whole shit out. 
literally. <laughs> so it, this is the thing that continues with the same thing with the writing, with art and all of this other shit. When you're looking at representation, you should be asking for more, not just, oh, I want to see this. You should constantly be pushing for fucking more, more, more me, more you, more them, more us. Like, and it should always be varied. You should be looking for more perspectives. Like, you're never going to normalize blackness sending niggas one-offs. What the fuck is that shit? Like, What, what do you mean a one-off? We're never going to normalize blackness if Insecure is the only black show on HBO. Okay, okay. What is normal about that compared to the other 50 shows that That's are about I mean. white people? Yeah, it's, you're talking about percentages now, and representation. Right, yeah. percentage. Percentage is what we're talking about. We're not talking about just showing up or being part of. We're talking about actual percentage stake. Right. To reflect the actual to, world. Yeah, I don't want to be the 1% on the board. We're talking about y'all, are, y'all been 90, 10... We want 51. We want 49. Like, we want equal stakes. Yeah. There's 100 so, shows on. 50 of those shows should be not should be by the fucking right. default. Or all 100 of them should be diverse. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, it's, it's... It's, just, it's just a lot to see this word be tossed around so much and to watch. And I understand why these things matter to us. We're so traumatized. We're so hurt. Black girls are so used to being ugly. No matter how pretty, we're so used to being considered the ugly ones. Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. And so I understand what it's like when you're the ugly girl. And for, and for once, it just feels like, God damn, finally. Somebody thought I was pretty. I get that. But get over it, bro. We want <laughs> more than that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, let that feeling wash over you. I get it. Get your little excitement off about that. And then keep it fucking moving, bro. Right. To turn it into like some sort of like win for us all or to even pretend on some, unless you're making a really funny joke, to even pretend on any level that this is moving some sort of needle for us is absolutely fucking ridiculous. That would be like being happy that in slavery, if the white, which I'm sure happened, if the white master married one of his slaves and made her the fucking head of the house do you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah kind of yeah like you'd be like oh shit like one of us got free <laughs> like really <laughs> did they they're still part of a racist institution right like they're still probably gonna have to make decisions that are against who they are as a person exactly right i mean they're still participating in something that adds no value to the world it's crazy man they don't owe me shit. She doesn't owe us anything. I don't care. She wants to marry the man that she loves. Absolutely. And that's what she has to take because she's marrying it. I mean, y'all out here marrying, y'all literally out here marrying white people that won't even let you come in for dinner. So <laughs> I'm not going to get mad at her for marrying a prince <laughs> that she cares yeah, about. Exactly. But I'm also not going to pretend that like the institution that she's joining is not boof. <laughs> so why would I turn that into some sort of glory for us? Just... Say that you like the story and you like pop culture. Call it a day. (laughs) I just want, like, I just want everyone. The reason I'm talking about representation is not to scold black people. It's for white people, too. Because y'all think that 1% shit counts, too. Y'all do this shit all the fucking time. Like, think about this. I went and saw Girl Strip. Everybody saw Girl Strip. I didn't see it. I had a, I had a, (laughs) you should see it. It's really good. I had a couple of friends who were like, oh my God, I really enjoyed it. You know, I know like it's a black movie, but like I really, I related to it and blah, blah, blah. And I was Mm -hmm. like, it's not a black movie. Girl Strip is not a black movie. It's just a Girl Strip is a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy with four black actresses in it. It has nothing to do with the overall story of being black. It, it isn't. It's not a blackness story. You it's just for black women. Yeah. So the references are only things that black women go through. But it just so turns out that black women are human. So, oh, shit, look at that. Some of the things they go through, you go through too. Because right. they're also women. Because they're also humans. Because there's so many more labels to put on the person. But this so, is the United States. So the default is white. So it's always – so you can't call it's it always just like, a oh, comedy. You can't call can't. it just – it's a comedy. It's a black comedy. It's a black comedy. And that's fine. Like, sure, I'm not going to be ashamed of us owning something that is ours. But at the same time, it's not a black movie. <laughs> that's not what it's about. 
And that's what it is. It's a regular story. That's what we want more of. Like, I want more of not stories about the Black experience, but stories where we are just Black. That will just come out. That's the problem with the Spike Lee shit. The, the show is so contrived, Joe. It's like, it's so contrived that I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't even understand it. So I avoided watching it. <laughs> as much as it. I love you. <laughs> I avoided watching it because of, I. it's hard for me to at all understand Spike Lee anymore. Uh, yeah, there's nothing to understand. Well, yeah. I, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, I mean, like, his his first few movies, I saw those when I was younger, I saw them, and I've, I've seen them maybe even more recently, and they're they're just brilliant i don't understand them but i under you know what i mean like i what like, do you mean oh, you don't understand them well i mean i can't relate to them on a personal level you know what i mean mm-hmm, as far as, mm-hmm. but uh but i understand you know what i mean like i can step outside and understand the context but uh right the newer stuff well especially wasn't that one a few years ago that one really uh threw me off and i knew it threw a lot of people off I, uh, oh chirac n- no oh yes i guess so was chirac the one about the women withholding sex Yes. Okay. So that <laughs> threw me off, and that, and then I kind of had to just be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't." Wait, tell the whole story now. Women no, withholding sex as oh, it was women withholding sex as a means to stop violence. Right. <laughs> so I couldn't even that. Then I couldn't even begin to try to participate in the conversation with that because that's so <laughs> extra layered of stuff that. I mean, that's a wild, wild, wild concept. Holy, sh- holy shit! You know, it's a Greek. Uh, it's a Greek. It's an actual myth. concept. It's a. It's a. Or it's yeah, been it's used a Greek before. myth. A, yeah. yeah, and also there's a movie with Trina called A Miami Tale. That's the same thing. That was know. made like in the 2000s. It's like a Netflix movie, but um, yeah. It. I mean, yeah. The, <laughs> that's not a conversation you want to jump into. I couldn't. <laughs> where would I even? You know what I mean? Like that's so so so. That's why I feel like uh, when this show came out, I was like, oh, isn't that a movie? I recognize that as the name of a movie. And then I saw it was a series, and I saw Spike Lee. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna watch that. Like I, I'm just not sure. I just I don't think I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. You know what's funny? You mentioned a few sure. a, a few minutes ago about just showing. Uh, you were you were going down this path, and you were talking about the just showing movies. And since we are black, then you then you will see the black experience and realize that it's mm-hmm. just like any. Um, is Atlanta something like that? Yeah, because my parents watch Atlanta. Atlanta's, of course, and they go because you can and they relate. Go, who cannot relate yeah. to a kid who dropped out of school who's trying to figure out his life? Well, who can't relate to that? Who cannot relate to a per, a man who is trying to take care of his kid? And kind of going through it with his baby mama, right? Who can't relate to that? That's human. And the, one of the comments <clears> that <throat> they had about it, which I thought was really interesting, was they first when they first watched it, they were like, um, "I really didn't understand it." Like they watched an episode or two, and they were like, "I really don't understand it." And usually, we wouldn't watch something that we don't understand or why we're laughing, but we want to keep watching. And I'm like, exactly. Like they just exactly. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I get that. You, you don't, don't have to understand that. Like, it's like when people go on vacation. When you go on vacation to a country that you've never been to before, where you don't speak the language, do you have to really? You don't have to spend three years studying it to get it, right? You walk up there, you go to breakfast, you see how people act during breakfast, you get it. You see, you walk around, you see how people act during the day, you start to get it. No, yeah. after three days, you get it. And maybe you maybe you don't take any of the things that you learn back with you, or maybe what what normally happens? You go to a Mediterranean country, you come back, and you're like, "Well, I went to Italy, and they do this, and I really liked it, so now I do it at home." Right. Or I went to Egypt, or I went to Turkey, and they did this, and now I really like it, and now I do it at home. I went and tried to find it at home, or I went to Asia and I tried to find this food here at home. That's what it is. That's what it's about. You don't need to. The problem with white people being normalized is white culture, white everything is so boring. It's so plain. It's like the simplest of shit, right? It's like man marries woman, has kids, 2.5, white picket fence. You know what I mean? That's why white people are always complaining about going back to the 50s when everything was fucking lame as shit and made no goddamn sense. When they started stealing from black culture. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, like. I marry the girl that I raped that on prom night, and like it was fucking awesome. Like that's like basically fucking white culture. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking agree. there is no white culture in the United States at all. You it's don't right. even get to try to pretend like there is. There isn't. So it's like 
they have to, everything is basic. Everything is at the base. It's at the, the most normal, like, you know, the, the bottom of the barrel. And so they want you to, anything that, div, that diversifies out of that, anything that goes out off of the, that path is like, oh my God, you know? That's crazy, man. I, there, and, and there's so, so much talk about right now about white culture. You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck you, not here. You, you, everything about white culture is just stolen from another one. <laughs> like, you can't. So think about that. Think about that. If you, if that's the culture that you're used to, that is why how we get xenophobic, racist, white supremacists. Yeah. America, America tells you that if the movie doesn't relate to you as an American, you shouldn't watch it. So if a Chinese person wants to make a movie about China, but they want it to sell in America, then it has to in some way conform or be normal to Americans. Yeah, That's how to. you get Scarlett Johansson playing Ghost in the Shell. It's like, Still. I cannot sell an American something that doesn't look like an American. That's why you get not even black people in this country because we are seen as lesser Americans. It's no wonder that we have lesser representation so that's the whole thing they're feeding it back to you so you have to say to yourself like why in the hell have i always considered it that i need to watch something that i understand to enjoy it if it's making you laugh that means that you understand it on a fundamental level yeah if it can bring a reaction out of you then you relate to it yeah, if you want to in come some back way. to it, yeah, if you if you if you feel drawn back to it, you know what I mean. Then it's connecting it's like, with think you about regardless. Jesus of- and Miro, the amount of people that watch Jesus and Miro and are like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but I watch it religiously because yep. they're so yep. funny. Yep. Doesn't they're just funny? And then they're that- just funny. And that is the black experience. The black experience is never going to be understood. But it is experience on the planet. That's why so much culture is built off of it. It is the most relate single, the most relatable experience on the planet. And for some reason, and it's crazy because people refuse to actually examine why they relate to it so hard, why they're so drawn to it, why they copy from it, why they lie about copying from it. That's why I'm saying don't fall for some. Don't fall for some funky ass jig of some fucking white dude marrying a black girl. Yes, it feels nice like a comedy, but my nigga, it's so useless. That's just a woman who fell in love with a dude. Yeah, That's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for people to not have to explain why they want to fuck with somebody. But we're not going to get that by applauding someone just getting into an interracial relationship. Who gives a shit? Because look at where we're not being represented in conversations about real crazy shit. Like, look at this sexual assault conversation. There, there are no black women in this conversation. There are no, there are so few brown women in this conversation. It's all white women mm-hmm. talking crazy, saying dumb shit, snitching on each other like a bunch of fucking idiots. For every for every three white women that step up and say some dude did some shit, there's a bunch of other white bitches that come out to say some dumb shit. Did you see the SNL shit? The women of SNL wrote a, a letter. Kill yourselves. Literally, I can't even be any more explicit. I just just do away with yourself. Like, what are you doing? Euthanize yourselves. Why would you ever in your fucking life? Yeah, like what, was what your would point? possess you? To think that you should do you think here's my thing. Do people think that men don't have the upper hand in this situation okay. still? Yes. This is okay. So <laughs> this is the argument that I was in because Are you guys helping the underdog? That's what I mean. Or not what I mean. I haven't said it. I'm just so this is the argument that I'm in here. So so I'm with people talking about this and they're like, Yeah, and they want to start making nuance and these these are people who who I know and like you know we we have a differentiating opinions. They're like yeah, but Franken. We're talking in specifics now. The the women of SNL wrote a letter about this specific guy Al Franken, right? And they were defended him. And my point to them was like, why are you mad? I'm like, I'm mad because he needs no help. The only None. people who need help are women, and he he doesn't need and any other help. Accusers. He doesn't need the any help. The only people who need help are accusers. 
we have not just because you see a lot of niggas getting fired on the spot doesn't mean that people believe anyone. And they don't All of this need is your showmanship. Help. They're still just white men. They're still just Correct. fucking men who their lives are not quote unquote ruined the same way the that only other man people's lives who are will actually not, ruined. The only man who will not bounce back from this is Kevin Spacey. Sure. And I mean, that's but, because we live in a homophobic country. But the, the only, and I'm not saying he deserves to. I mean, like, you know, like the gay thing is, the gay rapist thing is too much. But, but like, not bouncing back the, is different than having your life ruined. And his life is not ruined. His life is not ruined. His life is not ruined. His life he's, cannot be he's ruined. He's not in jail. No. And he he's has money. He's not in jail. He's in a fucking center. He's got money. Harvey Weinstein ran off to Europe. Where, where's, when is Harvey Weinstein ever going to have to come back? If you want and to never. ruin someone's life, you need to make them their capital all the way down to zero. And you, you know who no, they do that to? You know who that uh, happens to every men. single day? <laughs> non-white men. You know who that happens to every single day? People who accuse white men of sexual harassment. Yeah, then they get their bank accounts drawn. People who accuse white right? men of sexual harassment have in the entire female cast of SNL writing letters against them. That I don't give a fuck what you say in that letter. Mind. Once you stand out in support of someone who has been accused an abuser you are against the person who has survived their abuse that is period there is no way to be both sides you can be shocked or quiet about that person be or quiet like it's such that that's you a can, thing but. you can be dealing with both sides as you process but the minute that you split put a statement together to say excuse this person nah. you are against the person, the people who have survived their abuse, and to me, I don't understand where the fuck all of you got this idea that the men who are accused are helpless. That is such a fucking lie. They get to leave the country. They get to go to therapy centers in nice, hot, tropical places. They get to have statements written to them by their lawyers. Exactly. There has not even the amount of men that you've seen fired is not even equivalent to the amount of women that Harvey Weinstein probably made stop acting oh for the God. rest of their lives. Yeah. I want you to think about those numbers. Think about the women who, the amount of therapy, trauma, and shit that women who went through what he did to them had to go through. It's, it's, it doesn't even add up. It doesn't even add up. So when you find it in yourself to think about, oh, maybe these men need some help, you should motherfucking end your shit. Yeah. Period. If you feel like, oh man, these men need help, please jump off a cliff. They don't need Quickly. help. The law Quickly. is on their side no matter what. Literally, the law is on their side no matter what. Even if they're guilty. Losing your job doesn't mean shit. Not for a what? Yeah, no. Not for these people. Not for, not for people who have the platform for us what to know the their names. What the fuck does yeah. losing your job mean? Your president... Crazy is an accused sexual predator, and he is the president. It's crazy, man. So how can you think that men need help? There is no two sides of the debate. Men do not need help. The same way that white people do not need help, men do not need help. That is why there is no voices of women of color in this shit. A few actresses, Lupita, you know, the girl that... um accused uh the the girls writer was a black actress mm -hmm. like this but the reality is nobody really wants to talk to women of color because the the reality is it's so much worse for us women of color have no safe space to report these things no no white women Absolutely aren't looking not. out for us yeah at least at least uh, i mean like whatever i'm not i don't know if i'm speaking that turn at least white women have the white women are the reason fucking police forces exist thank you you know what I mean? Hello. And like, so. You are literally the number one priority of safety. Yeah. You're the number one trophy. So, what the fuck? How could the fuck could I trust you to so, look out for me? And then this is in the context of, yeah, of what you're saying women of color not having even a voice in this conversation. From a gender standpoint, it's a good thing to be happening. From a racial standpoint, you're very, I think you're correctly pointing out that there's it's not it, again it's imbalanced completely and we don't have black women don't have the choice of picking between gender and race it is both for us at all times so there you go our race is inherently laced into our gender and that's the problem i have with white women in general white women also white women at the end of the day have to preserve whiteness because they still that's the biggest privilege that they enjoy mm-hmm 
whiteness provides them with so much. But at the end of the day, being a woman only ben- like being a woman is only easy for them if they side align themselves in whiteness, you know what I mean, and share that power. Otherwise, they'd be a black woman. And that's just awful. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this shit is this shit is crazy, man. It's it's rapidly getting crazier too. And I'm yeah. I, hey, go for it. You know, like mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Did you oh, see? Oh, I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface because what nobody wants to talk about is how do you clean up an industry that is based on selling sex? How do you clean up sexual misconduct on an industry wow. that runs on sex? The fact is, at the end of the day, for you to even get into Hollywood, you have to present your body in some way. And I don't mean like sleeping to get on top. I mean like literally, you have to be hot. There's a camera involved. Yeah, you have to be hot. Your body has to. You have to stay in shape. You have to be sexy. You have to be this. You have to be that. You, if you're not sexy, then you have to be the kind of anti-sexy that is sexy to people. You understand what I'm saying? So how you going to tell me that you're going to clean up an industry that is based on sex and vanity? Come on. You have to change what it's based on. Yeah, well, you would have you have to change the whole industry. You're never going to catch all the predators when you give them. That's like you telling me, "Oh, we're trying to clean up the bacteria in the agar plate where we grow bacteria." That don't make no sense. If you're trying to kill back, if you grow bacteria in a little petri dish and you're trying to kill it, you have to kill the whole fucking thing. You can't just kill some parts of it, or we'll just kill the big ones off. What? The conditions are still perfect for bacteria yeah, to grow. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yo, it's crazy, and I mean, so it's so. This is what I'm saying. This is where representation matters. This is where you want to see someone coming out and taking a fucking dude's head head off because we need the safe space. We need places for people. We need places for trans women to come in and talk about abuse that they've suffered. We need, you understand what I'm saying? So you cannot, you cannot sit around and tell me about like false. Oh, this and that. No, my nigga. Like I want to be able to tell my story. I want other women that look like me to be able to tell their story because with us, you know, I remember I was on a Good Morning America segment about sexual harassment in the workplace and the anchor asked a bunch of us, she was like, how, you know, how many people just in the show of hands, like how many of you guys have like been, you know, sexually harassed at work, like this many times, one time, you know, two more than two times, more than five times, more than 10 times. By the time she got to five times, there were 10 of us, probably like four of us were black, or maybe like six in total were women of color. And by the time she got to five, pretty much only the black women were, were hands were still raised and a few of us at that. And then by the time she got to more than 10, I think it was me. It might've just been me or me and one other person. And was that person? And everyone was like, holy shit. Yeah. And everyone was like, holy shit, like looking at me. And I remember at the end, this white girl who was an engineer, I mean, uh, they had engineer? asked her. Or, uh, an... No, no, no. Like an engineer. Like, gotcha. Like, uh, yeah. Like she, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, she was like, oh, in her industry, they were like, how do you deal with it? And she said in her industry, she just told the men in her industry in her, once she sees it, she tells them that she's not going to tolerate it. And she just speaks up and lets them know. And I was laughing in my head, like, LOL, like, what privilege to be able to stand up to someone and have them respond to you as an equal. White men do not respond to me as an equal. Men don't respond to me as an equal. Period. And she was, this is the same woman who had her hand raised. No, she didn't. She, that's what I'm saying. She, she was just another one of the women. She was oh, shocked. Oh, okay, okay. So she, yeah, so her hand went down because so she, she was, was able to do that. Yeah, so yeah. she was like, oh, all I ever had to do was, like, tell the guys that I don't tolerate that and they, they stop doing all of that shit. Everyone knows that I don't take that shit. Yeah, it doesn't so then right. at the end of the segment, she walks up to me and she's like, you know, I was really surprised um, when you had your hand raised and I can't believe that you go through that so regularly. Um, Cause you seem like such a no, not like you seem like such a tough chick. Like, and I just like wanted to laugh at her face and I just started chuckling. Cause I was just like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, I seem like such a tough chick. What I'm black, <laughs> like, 
and it doesn't correlate the you're talking right. about employment you're talking about a dynamic yeah. that, that's linked to to, to power to it has power, nothing to, to do money. about yeah to, to... <laughs> and i said to her want. i was yeah. like right that's what i said to her i was like what the hell does my attitude have to do with a dude that doesn't see me as equal and has power over me that's crazy I was like, you think he doesn't see you as an equal and you're a woman? What do you think he sees when he sees a black woman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and if how I does that a not woman, sink in? If, when I was, if I wasn't a woman and I told you that my white boss is being racist, you would feel more empathy. Do you, you understand what I'm saying you to you? If you were a black man? Yeah, if, I was just black, if, I was, if we were just talking about the fact that my boss oh, didn't like me because right. I was black. If it was just about race. Right. There would be more empathy because it would be seen as like, oh, there's nothing you can do about that as a black person. You can't be mad. You can't, you know, curse them out because then you'd be acting like a stereotype. But because I'm a woman, do you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm a woman, she she put my gender before my race. So in her mind, she was like, well, you're black. Your blackness right now is a part of your tough attitude. So as a woman with a tough attitude, I don't understand how anyone could give you shit. And I'm like, that's retarded. Like, sorry, I hate to use that word, but fuck. Like, that's just ridiculous. Like, you are, I am not a woman with a tough attitude. I'm a black woman. So before Who has many they different even attitudes. see me as, you yeah. know, like you're t- <laughs> but also before they see the woman part, they see the black part. So he's not threatened by me from jump. Right. Yeah. There's a, you're starting at your, yeah, yeah, no, you're he starting starts at, from a oh, different place. Black. It's like, oh, a black person is talking to me. Oh, a black woman is talking to me. So double, I don't have to pay attention. Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, they don't feel any fear. They don't think that I can get a lawyer. When a wealthy white woman starts talking up, you know, a Harvey Weinstein, look at him. He, when all these women talked about him, he didn't say shit. But the minute Lupita said some shit, he was like, oh, I don't remember it like that. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. No, because I noticed him, that. Yeah. Some see, people yeah, notice you know that. You know why? Because well, black know. people are seen. Yes, because black women are seen as having less resources. So if I know that this person has less resources, I'm less afraid of them. Well, You're not afraid of your lawn. You're not afraid of the Mexican people that take care of your homes. You ever notice that? This is a black woman with resources. So it goes even a layer beyond that, I feel like. And but it's like, means, well, it's it, easy for me to discredit her just because she's black. Well, also because in the end of the day, it doesn't matter if she has more resources than the average person. As a black person, she still has less resources than the status quo. Yeah, she has less social resources. She's, she's- Exactly. There's the, the, the status quo is still white supreme. So a black woman who is complaining about a white dude doing some shit to her has less visible support in the world. Do you understand what I'm saying? Unfortunately. They didn't create a police force to take care of black women. They didn't create a police force to make sure that black women got home at night and that white men didn't rape them. That's not why they created a police force. They did create a police force to make sure that white women didn't get raped. They made marijuana a schedule one drug to make sure that white women didn't get raped. You know what I mean? Everything in the world has been done to make sure that white women don't get raped. Pretty much. That is literally the foundation of American government. How can white men pretend protect their money and their physical trophies? Property. Their property, which are their... Their property, which are their women. White women are fucking walking property. It's still capital. You know, it all... Black women are not property. Not in that sense. No, not in the sense that... Yeah, well, yeah, I understand. (laughs) Um, It's like like trash, right? If you have enough money, you don't need to go through the trash. But if you lost something in the trash, you would... If your phone fell in the trash, you'd go in the trash and get your phone. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? And nobody would stop you. Or if you saw somebody, when people put furniture out on the street, yes, if you have money, you don't need to buy furniture from the street. But if you wanted to, once it's on the street, you can put it in your car and roll with it, right? If somebody accidentally puts a fucking million dollar painting on the street and doesn't realize what it is, and you see it and you put it in your car, it's yours. That's what black women's bodies are. I don't really need that shit. I don't want that shit. But if I decide I'm going to grab that shit off the street, then I'm going to take it. That's how that's how white a white supremacist country sees black women's bodies like trash, like on the side of the curb. Like I see it every day. I don't want it. It's not it's not good enough for me. But if I needed something, I don't I can go over there and get it. I don't have to ask anyone's permission. White women is not are not trash. They're the trophies in the trophy case. 
you come to my house, I want you to see how many trophies I have and how shiny they are. And if you touch my shit, I'm ripping your hands off. That's it. We're not on the same level. We're not fighting for the same thing. So that's where the representation needs to happen. That's where we need to be thinking about, whoa, why are we not in the stories? Why are we not in the... Yeah, this is the beginning of something in a sense, right? Exactly. It's at the jump. And when you're at the jump, representation matters. Exactly. So that's why everybody's all behind this. Oh, we're gonna break the patriarchy. I'm like, who's patriarchy? Yeah. Using the using the industry plants. White women are industry plants. Whose is a very important question. Another day, another time. Mm. Right. Who's patriarchy? Who's who's? Yeah, yeah. I I ask that question. I I send that as a text a lot, and I say because think about it. If white women were so awesome about taking care of other women that didn't look like them why the fuck would we be so happy that black women were marrying white men (laughs) if we really felt the support like you wouldn't be get out of here yeah why would we be so happy to see us in place of them you gotta think about the shit you gotta link your life you gotta link these things you gotta really now more than ever, when the world is so fucked up, like think about your shit and worry about your community. Worry about what's happening in the world that you live in every single fucking day. Don't fucking worry about some niggas over there doing some funny shit. Because if you worry about yourself and the micro community that you are in, then you will always be open to the shit that's happening in the world. Look right. at this shit about Libya. Gaddafi was selling Africans as Libyan slaves. This is not something that happened after Gaddafi left. This is what they've been doing with refugees for a decade. Like, are you kidding me? And it's great that celebrities are using their voices because that's what they're supposed to do. Celebrities are empty amplifiers. They are not activists. They are amplifiers. That is the only person. Those are the only people that are like, I just want to post this and boost it. Because they're the people that actually get 10 million people's attention. That's what it's they don't just have like access to them. They get their attention. They call, they look at what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So yes, it's Rihanna's job to post about this. It's, you know, all these celebrities posting about this. It, yeah, it's their job to do that, to make people notice. But you, regular person who writes, who actually puts the articles out, who actually donates your money, who actually continues the conversation daily with people who can amass together in large numbers and help, you have a motherfucking duty to learn more facts. Stop yelling at celebrities for not learning the facts. You have a bigger duty than celebrities do. Yeah, I agree. Because if you keep the facts in the conversation, the celebrities just following what y'all are talking about anyway. You hold the media accountable. You hold your politicians accountable. You vote in great mass for policy. A celebrity with $30 million still has one fucking vote, bro. Come on now. All they can do is throw money at the cause. Money money is not going to solve everything. I'm tired of everybody thinking that, oh, if we just get enough money. No, it's about you taking your fucking responsibility and putting your money where you're putting yourself where your mouth is, putting yourself... Are you creating safe spaces in your everyday life? Are you making trans people feel good around you? Are you making your black and brown friends feel good? Are you protecting them? Are, you know what I'm saying? If everybody worried about the 30 people next to them, then we would actually see change in society. Yep. Then we could actually change in mass and then make policy change. But everybody wants to work from the top down because everybody doesn't want responsibility. So you'd rather yell about a celebrity doing what they're supposed to do, which is posting it so that millions of people see it and it becomes a news story instead of using that to then create more conversation about it every day. Yeah, like think about that. that news story to the person next to you. Thank you. You, you, you spend more time talking about the celebrity posting the news story than you do educating the person about the fucking news story. So who actually is being a fake? You spend more time talking about whether Rihanna should or should not have posted that than you do actually reading and giving your coworker facts about the story that Rihanna posted about. So who's really failing at their job? It's not Rihanna. 
you're supposed to be a human. You have a human in front of you. Make that connection. The fuck? Yeah. And then you have the nerve to turn around and say, well, that celebrity's not really holding it down. You're not holding it down. You don't even have facts to give the nigga that sits next to you. You're useless. You have an audience of one. That is the, and it's the most audience because you have the, the, the ability to change one person or make that spread the story and you failed. Get out of my face. She gave you the info. Everyone is she being did. lazy. Stop yeah. being lazy. You have Googles, bro. Stop, start Googling. Start reading articles instead of fighting about headlines. Start actually learning information. Start doing research instead of fucking waiting for everyone to tell you what the fuck is going on. You're a fucking moron. You're no better than the moron up there. It's getting wild, man. Don't sit and talk to me about how Trump is a fucking idiot because people got to tell him what to do when you sit on Twitter and get all your information without actually following up. I love Twitter. It's the fastest way for me to get information. It's also the quickest way for me to fucking figure out what I should be reading for the rest of the day. That's, yeah, you look to I don't the have time to listen to all of y'all opinions. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I really wanted to talk about today. Okay. I don't really, you know, it's too much to get into everything all the time, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's no. There's it's better to keep seven hundred things, things light. we mention. Yeah, right. Um, it's like it's better to keep things light and flowing. Yeah. Because I know every time we do it that we say we're gonna do it more regularly. So I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'm not even gonna pretend. <laughs> Do it if you we'll do it if you want to. Yeah, 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 I'm about to say we figured out we figured out me and Joe have a little more time now. We'll figure out what's going on. But either way, I like talking to you guys like this. I get depressed when I talk too much. So <laughs> shit is crazy, man. Did you listen shit to Shit is fucking yet? crazy, bro. No, but I'm meeting to, but I you know what I did listen to? The dollar oh, um the two god. Trump episodes. Oh my god, I can't. Look, I we can't we can't get into that, but I, I so I'm gonna listen to the second one and then we. Oh, can you talk, haven't listened to the second is... one yet? No, not oh, yet. Oh man! Oh, oh man! Oh man! <laughs> like you think you know, right? Like, and you do know because you do know how mm -hmm. bad he is. And then you hear little details, and you're like, "It's that bad, though. It's that bad." And it's not surprising. Surprising is not the right word. You know what I mean? Where do you hear this? I. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, it, the video went out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, holy shit. The first one was about his dad, right? Like, Fred, mm -hmm. Fred Christ. Dude's name was Christ. Anyway, yeah, thanks for This was great. Oh, it's like not even late for you. You're out on the West Coast. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock. Yeah, no, not for me. All right. Oh, yeah. So, um, what's today? Wednesday. We'll put this up tomorrow, right? Maybe Friday. Yeah, I don't have any real editing that I need to do, so we can put cool. this up. Cool. Yeah. So it'll tomorrow. be up tomorrow. Yeah. No, that's what we put up tomorrow. All so right, cool. it'll be Thursday when you guys hear this. Um, have a happy Thursday. World's AIDS Day is on Friday. Please donate. Spread the word. Share some love. Keep an open mind. Keep an open heart. Um, it's like one of the only days of the year that I really 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 means something to me um so please get tested know your status all that stuff um i hope that we talk to you before 2018 i will try <laughs> we'll but see. if i don't stay reflected we'll see <laughs>